Is this thing on? Powered by Riverside. We are live with the Nicole and Kyle podcast. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. The first thing we're going to do today is actually do our movie review. Five minutes. So, Nicole, take it away. We saw the movie Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Rise oh. of the Beasts. Okay. I didn't know if I got that right or not. Kudos you, to you me. You almost messed that up. But, I you know, almost did. There's, there's I almost so said many. Rise of the Creatures. I mean, it's the same thing. The Basically. beasts are creatures and creatures are beasts. Okay, let me give you the rundown. This is what I thought. Number one, I love all Transformer movies, and that's something that you need to know about me. Number two, I like Bumblebee is in it, and that makes the whole thing good. I also really liked the lead guy because he was in the remake of West Side Story, and I think that he's, I think he's a great actor. Is that it, the one that... Not uh, even required for Transformers to be a great actor, but I like him a lot. Is that the one that you and your mom saw together? Yeah. It's the musical. You weren't interested in seeing it, but it was great. I just feel like some of those movies, you know, it's like, just leave the original alone. The original was really good. It wasn't really necessary to do the remake, but the remake was, I thought it was really good, like true to the original film, but he was really good in it. And so I really liked him. The girl who played the main girl was kind of like a, okay, I don't want it. This is a hot take. It's a hot take. Okay. Normally the lead girl is like super freaking hot. Okay. Like we're talking like Haley Steinfeld. Megan Fox, you know, and this girl was funny. I kind of thought she was like the cute, quirky lead girl. And I really liked her. I thought she was very fun. Did you know that uh, Megan Fox has a weird toe? What? She has a weird toe. Like an extra toe? Uh, it's not an extra toe. It's just like formed. It's kind of like your thumb, but like weirdly formed. For those that don't know, I have a thumb that has no joint in it, so it doesn't bend. So it looks like a toe. Are you telling me that she has a, like a a toe with no joint. We're going to look this up because I've never heard of this before. I don't know if it's a toe or a finger. I think it's a toe. Megan Fox's toe. Things I never thought I would Google. I feel like Megan Fox, though, has kind of been on the decline. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that she's definitely not. She she hasn't been in anything in a long time. And, and she was she was dating MGK. Was she was. Gun Kelly. I think. Are they already over? Yeah, it was during his uh, rock and roll stage. Are you sure that it's her toes? It's her thumbs. Oh, it's her thumbs. Yeah, she has murderer thumbs. That's what it says. They're just really short. So they look like toes, oh. her thumbs. So, but I don't know why they call them murderer thumbs. I find that very interesting. I wonder if that's good for video games, using her thumbs, oh. if they're shorter. Oh, I I've feel always like if said, longer. you know, I've always said that because I don't have a joint in my thumb that I'm better at thumb wars. So I mean, you, be. you've never been able to beat me at a thumb war, so. Well, because my thumb is like half of the length of your thumb because I have a small hands. Anyways, we've gone on a very <laughs> weird tangent about Megan Fox's thumbs and my thumb. Megan Fox and I have something in common. I wish that it was we were both super hot. <laughs> so what did you not like about the girl character in Transformers? No, no, no. I, no, I said I liked her. I just felt like they took a like a, a turn because in the past, like the main girl has always been like super hot. Like Haley Steinfeld and Megan Fox. Like when you think of those two women, you're like, damn, they're hot. But this girl was like cute and like quirky and smart and funny. And I thought that that was actually like a really nice change. Like I really enjoyed it. I mean, another fun fact is um, Haley Steinfeld's actually dating Josh Allen, which is the quarterback of the Buffalo Bills. How did you know that? I've seen it on TikTok. Oh, 
God bless TikTok. You know, what would we do without it? Oh, getting dancy with it again. That That's was me, uh, you know, technical difficulties. Anyways, to conclude my movie review, I liked the characters. I, or I liked the actors that they chose to play the characters. And I really liked the storyline. I thought it built very nicely. I liked that there was like different, you know, like the good versus evil aspect was in this one. And I thought that was super exciting. It built the story really well. It took place in like multiple locations and that made it super exciting. Like the, the story itself like built really well into the end. Some people thought it was corny, but I thought it was great. But I also really love corny. So there's that. All right, Kyle, take it away. So for me, um, I'm one of the people that felt like it was kind of corny. Than the he other did. ones. And what is it with the Transformer movies and making it to where Optimus Prime is not a total badass? I don't know. They do kind of make him a weenie. They make him kind of a weenie and like he, he has to like overcome something in every single movie. Yeah. Is that his thing of, though? That his power to overcome? I mean, I've always seen it as he's the Optimus Prime. He's the top of the line badass. He should be. He should be. And he is kind of like, he's always the weenie before he's the badass. And I don't love that. Like, no. I, I am I'm with you, actually. But overall, I feel like the CGI was kind of missing in some parts. I feel like there was parts where you're just kind of like. Was that what made it corny to you? Do you think? Yeah. And I just feel like they kind of tried too hard on certain parts. OK, but I could see that. Overall, like the acting? No, the acting was fine. OK. The, the main guy, the girl and even the guy's like little brother. They were really good. Yes. I, I feel agree. like they were really good. Um, they also did pretty good with the Transformers themselves. The voice acting for that was really good. Oh, yeah. So I feel like it was, it, it was decent. What were your thoughts on Bumblebee? I love Bumblebee. That's Appro probably appropriate. My, that is my favorite character. Oh. Favorite character of all time. What was the name of the, the new one? There's a new Transformer in it. Mag Magi? No. Are you talking about the one that was alongside the main character? Yeah. I can't remember the name. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm, like, embarrassed. I can't remember it because he was dope. Overall, the movie was good. Obviously, towards the end, we got some pretty sad news. Yeah. Um, I actually have not talked about this on uh, TikTok at all, so this is new information for the peoples. Um, we have a family dog named Penny, or we had, I should say, because Penny passed away uh, the day that we saw Transformers. and. Kyle and my stepdad have this like agreement that if anything bad ever happens, like he calls Kyle. So that way he makes sure that like Kyle's with me in case I'm sad and I like need somebody. And Penny was 13 and she was like a little Chihuahua Papillon and she's so cute. We, Kyle and I call her Penny Pasta and she's just like the cutest little happiest little dog. But she was 13. She was older and she was having some like health problems in the like weeks leading up. And, um, I kind of like as soon as well, like in the last 10 minutes of the movie, my stepdad called Kyle and we both looked at his phone and we were like, oh, that's weird. He's calling us at 930 at night on a Wednesday, like something's wrong. And so for like the last 10 minutes of the movie, I was like fully distracted because I knew that probably something happened to Penny and it did. Penny passed away that day, but she passed away loving like in my mom's loving arms and my stepdad was there and you know, for a dog's life, she lived like the best life ever. She ate ice cream regularly. Like she was like the happiest little dog. So like I was really sad after we saw Transformers. So it ended in a rough way for me, but it was definitely sad. We were obviously sorry to hear it. But like Nicole said, uh, she did live a very long life, long, happy life. 
um, she got fed a lot of human food, which mm-hmm. unfortunately some people do not agree with. But, you know, towards the end, you know, it's necessary to give them what they need or what they want. Yeah. And she was like not really eating in the end. And I feel like that's like the last thing you want for a, a pet, you know, because like the one thing that like dogs live for, at least like Penny did, was like food. She like loved food and she stopped wanting to eat. And that became kind of like a really big like change for her. And her like energy levels kind of died down and all that. But so, you know, like, but like I said, she lived like the best life. It sounds like she like wasn't in pain for very long. She like, you know, passed really quickly. And like I said, she was like in my mom's arms with her and my stepdad. And that's like how I would want it to go. And she knows that we loved her deeply. I miss her tremendously. So if you have a pet at home listening to this, go ahead and just hug your pet a little tighter for Penny and Nicole's mom and Nicole's stepdad. Mm hmm. So overall, what would you give for a score for Transformers? I still can't find the name of the of the newest robot. Anyways, the newest robot is dope. Um, I would give it, if we're comparing it to other Transformer movies, I think I would give it like a 7 out of 10. It wasn't the best one, but it was it was pretty good. Uh, I'd say for me, I'd probably, I'd give it, I'd give it a 10. Uh, no, not a 10. A 10? I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I would <laughs> give it an 8. Okay. that's An 8. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was some things that they missed on. But overall, I feel like because the past couple ones have just been pretty much like explosions and action. And I feel like they developed the story a little bit over the movie, mm-hmm. like over time, you know. Mm-hmm. So overall, I'll give it an eight. Okay. Oh, even higher than what I gave it. Wow. I thought I liked it more than you did. So now what we're going to do is. We're going to talk about what's on everybody's mind right now. So if you've been on TikTok lately, you know what the latest discussion is. And unfortunately, today we found out it is a sad ending. But what we are talking about is the submarine that went missing next to the Titanic. Submarine talk. Kyle dove deep first into submarine talk. Do you want to talk about what you first learned about it? I mean, when it first happened, I was just on TikTok and then eventually just went down a rabbit hole looking at all the videos coming up, listening to everything that people are talking about. And really, I was just kind of amazed, like, wow, that's that sucks. I know. I woke up the next morning and Kyle was like, he like texted me a video of describing like what was going on. He's like, oh my God, I spent like hours last night going down this rabbit hole and like learning all about the submarine. And I was like, what submarine? And then that day I went to lunch with Megan and Stephanie. What's up, Megs and stuff? They were like, oh my God, are you on submarine talk? And I was like, no. I, I mean, Kyle told me about it this morning, but like I've missed out. Like, so then I went home after lunch that day. And I learned everything that there was about submarine talk. And, you know, this just brings up a point. Um, checking on your friends and family because they could be on totally different sides of TikTok than you. I had no idea what was going on until Kyle and Megan and Stephanie told me. So, yes, very true. So they could be seeing things that are a little bit more depressing than you. Or they could be seeing things that are a little bit funnier than you. And, you know, you, you want to know the funny stuff as well. So just check in with them and maybe they can give you the goods. That's right. This was unfortunately sad. I mean, you know, five people trapped inside of a, uh, I don't want to say experimental submarine, but like mildly experimental. It, it had succeeded a couple times going down to see the Titanic and uh, five people who went down there and five people who never came back. Kyle oh, and I were yeah. talking about it. We were both saying that like today is Thursday. So today is the first day that we actually know like what happened. But leading up to today, Kyle and I had discussed like you know, all of the ways that it could go. And to be honest with you, like if it 
were to come down to it, like if the worst happened and like we weren't going to discover them, you would, I would want them to have died in an implosion that was very fast and painless and like they didn't know what was happening because to think of like dying in this world's smallest submarine with four other people like fighting for oxygen like for four days, that sounds absolutely miserable like freezing at the bottom of the ocean it's my worst nightmare i hate the ocean i like don't i don't do ocean i don't do deep sea i can't even watch like there was a movie called 47 meters down or something like that and i literally can't bring myself to see it even though people said it was good but i like i get like the heebie-jeebies with the ocean i can't do it i just think too because it's so vast and so big and so open Mm -hmm. and it's not just like you know it's not just like land straight across it's like she is unforgiving goes down up sideways and no matter what there's always going to be something out there and you don't know it's out there we don't know what's in there that's the scariest part and it's so deep if you want to like really ignite your sea phobia there's a video that describes like just how far down the titanic wreck is and it shows like that the eiffel tower standing up in it would be like like how high it would be and we're talking, they were down there, y'all. I mean, like, you don't know what's down there. We don't know what's down there. What if the mega- Megalodon, the big old old shark thing, have y'all ever seen the Megalodon? What if the big old Megalodon was in there? The bottom. We don't know. We don't know. And I don't want to know. I don't want to find out that way. But on a side note, let's just talk about the Titanic for a little bit. What, what are your Ooh. thoughts on the Titanic overall throughout the years? What is, aside from this? Aside from this. Oh, um... Well, okay. My first thought is that I think it's been very like, what is the right word that they've like, old, like, yeah, like that, like people love it because they associate it with the movie aside from the historians. But like, I would say the average person associates the ship with the movie. But I think that it's really cool how excited people are to go explore it. And I, what I think is even cooler is the fact that they, which I just learned this last night, but that they mapped out like where all of the artifacts were. There's a really cool uh, like documentary on National Geographic. You can watch it on YouTube. Kyle and I watched it last night. It's so worth watching. They basically like removed the water from the ocean so they could show you the ship. And it was like so cool because they mapped out where all of the little like artifacts were to show ultimately like what really happened to the Titanic. And I think that that kind of knowledge and how they figured all that out is so freaking smart. And I just think that is so cool. Like, I love how fascinated people are with it. I don't know if personally, like, I'm into ships as much as other people are, but I love how excited they are about it. Yeah, me too. I don't know if you know this, but I actually, back in high school, had like a little time there where I was actually obsessed with the Titanic. I didn't know this about you, no? Yeah. yeah. In high school? In, in What high ignited school? this? Uh, I don't know. I just got curious. Right. And then I it, it actually led to me going to like probably around the time of the movie, but that was so long ago. That was a long time ago, yeah. But they had a museum and you could come and see like some of the artifacts from the ship. Cool. So yeah. you got to go see it? So we got to go see it and you just like walk through it and obviously you can't touch any of it because you no. know. No. Yeah. Those are Forbidden. priceless. But you're able to see some of the artifacts. Oh like, my God, that's so cool. Yeah, it was awesome. Wow. Um, Other, I think I've told you this before, but for the people to know, I actually at one point in my life had a negative association with the movie The Titanic because my brother was obsessed with it when we were little. And I mean, like I was like maybe like seven years old and we watched that movie all three hours of it three times a day. It was the only thing on the TV. And my mom wouldn't let me change it. And I don't know why. Maybe she liked it too. But I watched that movie more times than I ever, ever wanted to. 
the thought of the movie like still makes me like ooh a little bit I cringe a little bit because I've seen it too many times. I feel like I've only seen the movie like once. You probably enjoyed it then. Uh, a little bit. Yeah, it's a long movie. I mean, yeah. you know, Kate Winslet, Leonardo DiCaprio. If only there was enough room on the door for both of them. So definitely it's a sad situation yes. that they went through. Mm-hmm. And obviously our thoughts are out to anybody that is affected by it. Mm-hmm. Also very interesting. Kyle and I were saying like the power of like TikTok and how fast the information moves. People found out like every piece of information about this. Like there was people coming out who like had been on submarines, who knew things about the Titanic, who knew things about the people that were down there. Like and all of that information came together so quickly because of like how fast the information spreads around. And a lot of that I think happened on TikTok. I also like to think too about like how many people's pages grow because mm-hmm. of things like this, you yes. know, just kind of just they start talking about it and everybody tunes in and they're like, oh my God, they got the next big thing. They got mm-hmm. the next, you know. Yep. I don't so. know his name, but there was a guy who's like normally like a gamer and he like started reporting on it and then people started relying on him for the information. So he would come out with all these parts. I think that was the one that you were talking about that like he like stayed up all night one night like talking about the submarine and his account has blown up like at least like 200,000 followers. Like he's added 200,000 followers to his account in the last like three days just simply from reporting about a submarine. Yeah, that's good for it's him like, though. I know. Honestly, good for him because he had to be like on that information. Like that's not like easy to do because he was like on it before I could even like like have it pop up on like any kind of like news app on my phone so like kudos to him and that that's the same guy that i would go through the comments and he'd, they'd be like where's part six yeah. where's part seven where's part eight and i was just like oh he's he's gonna take off now he's doing it i know honestly good for him but yeah i mean honestly though ultimately an incredibly sad story but at for me like a mildly happy thing to know that like it was instantaneous and most likely painless and that makes me feel like good in an otherwise really tragic situation. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it sounds like all the people that were on board were doing it because they love to do they it. They wanted to be there. Yeah. Obviously the the 19 year old kid, he just wanted yeah. to be there experiencing it with of his dad. Of course. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, there was good reasons why they were doing it. They mm-hmm. were, I don't think they meant to just, you know, willy nilly be like, we're going to go do this. And, you know, yeah. I don't think they meant to put anybody in danger. No. I think it just led that way. And unfortunately, that's how it ended up. I know. And that PH guy, it sounds like he was quite the intelligent, really worldly man. And it makes me really sad that he's gone, but at least he left doing what he loved. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I actually also, too, when I was younger, had an obsession with uh, Jack Cousteau. With what? Jack Cousteau. Who's that? He's an oceanographer. Really? Yeah. You don't like the ocean. I know, but you want to learn about it. I just went through, you know. Oh, I love this for you. you I didn't know this about you. Wow. (laughs) This is the podcast where I even learned about my husband who we've been together for like 13 whole years. That one wasn't as long as the Titanic. Interesting, though. That one wasn't as long as the Titanic. I love this for you. But when you think when you talk about the PH guy, that's who I think of. Oh, it's like an oceanographer that like. Yeah, he obviously loved the sea. He loved Mm -hmm. the Titanic. He Mm -hmm. loved everything about, you know, trying to find everything about the Titanic. Yeah. So, you know, if he had to pass, hopefully he was happy within himself. He did. He did it doing what he loved to do. And not as many people can say that. So good for those people. And may they rest in peace. We are actually going to go ahead and tell people what they want to know about us. Yeah. We put out on my tickety talk like a little video just asking y'all what you wanted to know about us. And we have yet to look at the questions until right now. And we are going to answer your questions. The first question for you, Nicole. Yes is how many pairs of pajamas do you have? I've never counted. 
Um, but I did recently this like last week, I did like refold and like organize my pajamas. And I was like, I would say I have like three little cubes. And in each of the three little cubes, I would like to say that there's probably at least like six pairs of pajamas. So I got like at least 20 pairs of pajamas. So pretty much what you could do is you could probably fill up one of my drawers in my dresser. Oh, yeah. Easily, too, probably, honestly. But you know what I like to do? The people don't know this about me, but I like to go through my closet a lot because I just like to keep it organized and I do like to get new things. I'm not an expensive shopper, but I always buy like affordable pajamas. But whenever I buy new pajamas or like a a bunch of like new things, I always go through my closet and like purge other things like older things that I don't wear anymore. So So right now there's like 18 pairs. The fun thing is, though, is that I was actually organizing the garage. Yeah. And I found your Christmas pajamas in a... Okay, listen, those are a separate category. We didn't, we can't, oh my God, you're going to tell them about my Christmas pajamas. So you those couldn't... Those don't count. You couldn't just put those all together? And no, then... they're festive. They're only once a, once a year. They're seasonal pajamas. Okay, uh, so like maybe on top of that, I own like maybe like seven pairs of Christmas pajamas and like three pairs of Halloween pajamas. Okay, so then we're at like, we're at like 30 pairs of pajamas. Oh, that's a lot. That is a lot of pajamas. Oh. I should be embarrassed, but I'm not. I love them, okay? We all love what we love. Some people love shoes. I love pajamas. They make me happy. And you know, to be honest, there's some pairs of your pajamas that I like too. See? It's so. good for both of us, you know? <laughs> it's a win-win for both parties, okay? Um, that leads us into our next question, which is, Kyle, why are you vegan? So I'm vegan because a lot of people think, oh, you go vegan just because, you know, you want to save the world. You want to save the animals. And eventually that did become a part of it. Um, But when I I first became vegan, it was because what I was doing at the time was an EMT. After a while, you start seeing how people live. After a while, you start seeing how many medications people are on. And you start realizing that a lot of the the issues that people have medically could be changed if they just changed the way they eat. So Nicole actually brought up the idea to become vegan. So I blame it on her. Okay, but okay, but there's a part of the story that goes with that. I was in nursing school and I was very stressed out. We all have a health issue in nursing school because of stress. And mine was the fact that I just like stopped being able to digest anything. Like my stomach was like, absolutely not. So my doctor told me to go on like an elimination diet, which was like gluten free and dairy free. And I didn't eat a lot of meat at the time. So I was like, okay, cool. Dope. Just like straight vegan then. So that's what I did. And then I stayed there. Yeah. So then after she stayed there, I decided it was better for my way of living. It was better for me. I was starting to feel good. I was starting to lose, you know, body fat. Mm-hmm. I was starting to gain more muscle just because for all the non-believers out there, you still get the right amount of protein. Mm-hmm. So whoever says you don't get enough protein, you get enough protein. They are wrong. There's protein in broccoli. Okay. You know, overall, I was feeling good. So I just stuck to it. And now it's just kind of, it's just everyday living. This is what I do. This is who I am. And, you know, it, at times it does, you know, bring up problems because I feel like a lot of people are judgmental about it. But at the end of the day, this is how I eat. I'm not trying to offend anybody. I'm not trying to, you know, make you feel as you got to eat this way. Mm-hmm. It was pretty much because of everything that I saw medically on other people. So then after that, I was just like, I got to make a change. And that change happened. Nicole did it. I did it with her to support her. Eventually, I was able just to do it myself, and now I just don't look back. 
the only reason that I walked away from being vegan is because when my tremors started, for those of you that don't know, I have something called dystonic tremors that I developed after like my third year as a nurse. And they thought maybe it might have something to do with like my diet. Maybe I wasn't getting enough like nutrition in some capacity. And so they were like, you know what, just like go back to your like traditional diet and just see if it like changes anything. And it didn't. But for me, it took a lot of the pressure off of like how I had to like title the way that I eat, which is why Kyle and I always say like vegan is such like a big title. Kyle likes to say like he just eats plant based or he just eats what makes him feel good and that makes him happy. And like that's where we that's where we live. So I'm not vegan anymore. And people are always so concerned about like how we eat in our house. Like how could you possibly eat together in the same house when one of you is vegan and the other one is not? And the answer is actually really simple. Like we just like convert meals that we make based off of like like sometimes we eat different things and sometimes we eat things that are the same. Like a lot of the time I eat the vegan stuff that Kyle eats and sometimes we just eat what we want. We call it to each their own dinner. Yep. Or fin for yourself. Fin for yourself dinner night. For me, to be honest, um, I never really was a big meat person. Um, I never really was into like steak. I like chicken breast and like chicken tenders and chicken nuggets and all that. But I really wasn't a big meat person to begin with. So that part was probably the easiest. Mm -hmm. But the hardest part was cheese. Oh, my God. Wait, but we have to tell the people what you ate when I met you. That's actually the really crazy part is that when I met Kyle... He literally survived life off of like pizza rolls and hot pockets pizza and like rolls and hot pockets and top ramen with all of the water drained out of it and the seasoning put on top, which I thought was really weird, but it's actually really delicious. You should try it. Um, but and now Kyle eats like spinach with absolutely no salad dressing on top of it, just raw spinach and like black beans and rice. And like he's like one of the healthiest people I know now. So like your eating habits can change. And Kyle is proof of that. <laughs> yeah. And, and for me, I'm not going to go, you know, stand on a soapbox and yell at everybody for eating meat. No. Or I'm not going to yell at people that hunt. I'm not. I've come to a point in my life where it's like, I'm going to do for me what I need to do to survive and live and be healthy. And if that's being plant-based, if that's being vegan and people want to label it however they're going to label it, I'm okay with that. Yep. And I like fully support the way that Kyle eats and he fully supports the way that I eat. And we just like, we just encourage each other to like eat and do like what makes you feel good. That's the most important, right? That's right. So this uh, next question I feel like is one that's good for both of us because we both have lived in the Bay Area. Oh, the Bay. For as long as we can remember. Mm -hmm. What is your favorite thing about living in the Bay Area? Well, that's a hard question. I'll go first. Okay. So my favorite thing, we actually, on Sunday, Father's Day, we actually went on a hike with Nicole's uncle, and it was a fun hike. It was in the Mirror Woods, if you guys know where that's at. It's kind of up by San Francisco. And so for me, the favorite thing about living in the Bay Area is just being so close to pretty much everything we want to do. I was just going to, you know what, when you said that we went on the hike, I was like, oh my God, I know, I know what it is. I know what my favorite thing is. It's the fact that we live within like an hour of anything you could possibly want to do. Like you could go to the beach in an hour, including like a cold beach and a warm beach. You could go see Monterey. You could go. It's only four hours to Disneyland. It's like an hour to San Francisco. Like we just like you can go upper Northern California. It's like two hours away and go see like beautiful green trees that we don't always have here in the Bay Area. And I just feel like I love the location of where we live. This is why we pay so much money to live here. 
That's if right. you didn't know, it's very expensive to live here. Um, um, yeah, unfortunately, it is expensive, but we feel like at this point, it's worth it. Obviously. So worth it. I've pretty much grown up here now at this mm-hmm. point. We've been here for so long. Yeah. And just having, like Nicole said, having access to, even if we wanted to go to Reno, if, mm-hmm. we, if we wanted to go to the snow, even if we just wanted to go to the city for a the day. The desert. The desert. And for those that don't know, I actually was born and raised in the high desert in Southern California. I was also born in Southern California, but we moved up here when I was like five. So like, I don't remember it down there too much other than it was definitely hotter than, well, I don't know. It's pretty hot up here too. So I can't even always say that. Yeah. <laughs> People say our weather's really great. I guess that I don't know any different. So I could say that that's maybe my other favorite thing about living in the Bay Area is the fact that our weather is like, for the most part, like pretty easy. Like it's rare. We don't really, I mean, this last year we had a lot of rain, but like what we would consider a crazy storm, the rest of the world would laugh at. So like, it's pretty nice here. The difference between Southern California and Northern California is huge. Massive. I feel like down there, you obviously have Disneyland, you have LA, you have, you know, there's probably little outskirts places that you can go to. But for the Bay Area, I feel overall, we have just kind of a little bit of everything. It's just a little melting pot of everything just thrown into one. The Bay Area is the best. It's like, it's so great. And I feel like the fact that we pay so much money, if you ever want to have a good time, just look up how much rent costs in the Bay Area. Just have a gander because it's very high. And most people will be like, why in the world would you ever pay that much money to live there? And it's because it's so great here that you're like, fine, I will work my tush off until I can afford to live here because it's so great. The Bay Area is dope. You should come visit if you've never been. There's so many things to do. Like, it's just like, it's the best place to live. And on that note, if you ever see Nicole out and about, do not be afraid to say hi to her. Come say hi. I'm so nice. I'll probably tell you about the weather, though. because <laughs> I don't know. I'm so awkward. I feel like my TikTok maybe makes me look like I'm kind of cool, but I'm actually no. like really awkward. Your TikTok, weird. your TikTok, your personality on TikTok is exactly how you are in person. Oh, good. But on TikTok, at least I don't tell you about the weather. Like not all the time. Sometimes I do. When you come up and say hi, like know that I'm just as nervous as you are. And that's why you should come say hi. That brings us to a solid question for Kyle, which is why don't we see Kyle on your TikTok, Nicole? Uh, I knew that was coming. <laughs> um, Overall, just I'm more of an introvert for those that do not know. I'm more to like keep to myself. Obviously, when it comes to Nicole, we obviously do a lot outside of TikTok, like spend time together. And so it's not like I'm, if I'm hiding from the TikTok, I'm hiding from Nicole. (laughs) It's it's more of... He loves me, I swear. Yeah. It's more of just like, you know, that's Nicole's thing. And she has the personality. We're we're totally opposite. Yeah. Personality wise. She has the warm, uh, bubbly like outgoing, like she could probably go out. I could talk to a wall. Yeah, you can go and she can start a conversation with anybody. That's why you should not be afraid to come up and talk to her. Never. But for me, I just kind of keep to myself and let her do her thing. And I'm the background support. Kyle's like really open though with people that he knows really well, which is why he's getting to know you guys here. And so he'll be more open with you here. I've like never forced Kyle to be on my TikTok. I don't ever want to do that because like it should always be something that like he wants to do. And like, it's my TikTok. So like he can butt out, you know, <laughs> even though she wants me to be a part of it all the time. I do. I do ask him sometimes. Um, and sometimes he says yes. And sometimes he says no. And but, we just get what we get. And that's the fun surprise of it all, isn't it? And if you go back to like the very beginning, there are a couple videos where I mm-hmm. come in and, you know, I play a part. And I feel like if you watch me on TikTok, then, you know, Kyle through me. 
because I talk about Kyle all the time because I'm obsessed with him. And I also got pied in the face too on he one of your lives. did on the so. live. That was great for the American Heart Association. We love them. Let's see. This could be for both of us. But how did you know that I was the one? Ooh, really not like a direct answer. And I hate saying that, but I swear to God, you know, when people say like, when you know, you know, like I just knew like when I, when Kyle and I like first started dating within like a month, we said, I love you. And Kyle asked me to be his girlfriend on the same day. And I just remember thinking like, I can't ever possibly imagine like my life without this guy. That wasn't a month. It was a month into us dating. Oh, into us dating. I thought you meant like a month of knowing each other. No, 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 no. Oh, God, no. No, Kyle and I knew each other for like at least like what, like six or eight months before that. It was a while. Girl, I made you wait. He did. But maybe that was part of the fun, though, too. Like maybe that added to it because I feel like we were friends before we fell in love and that built on our relationship a lot. And such a huge reason of why I love Kyle is because he's my best friend. And he was like right from the beginning. And I just remember thinking like I had this like feeling like in my gut that like I'm supposed to be with this guy. And you know how you know, you know the moment? Do you know the moment I knew? When? A very special woman in our life told me, Kyle, that's on right. my 19th birthday made me a card that's absolutely beautiful. And it's pictures of us that he like made into letters. He cut them out and they're it's beautiful. It took him hours. And he showed up saying that he like glued his fingers together making that card for me and it was the most beautiful thing and I was so like it it made me so happy and my grandma she looks at me and she goes Nicole you better keep that one and so I did I was like well grandma knows she knows and I think she loved Kyle more than me and her opinion mattered the most to me and I was like well if grandma says you're the one then you're the one then this this must be the right feeling my gut feeling is right yeah how uh, did you know I was the one for me it was a very simple Because I feel like throughout high school, throughout everything, college, start of college, before I met you, I wasn't really sure on what I wanted Mm -hmm. in everything, myself, you know, a person. Um, But when you came around, it kind of felt like it gave me a purpose. So every day that I am with you, I wake up and I know that I have a purpose and you are my purpose. I mean, I'm over here, Misty, okay? How could you not love this man? That's why I'm telling you. I met this. I met him. And and Kyle, like from day one, like made me feel like I was like the best, prettiest, smartest, like most wonderful woman in the whole world. And I hope that I've always made him feel the same way. But I just like knew like if somebody makes you feel this special and if you feel this special around them, like that's pretty magical. And I don't know if you get that more than once in a lifetime. So you better keep it, Nicole. And I did. I love this guy. He's the best. that's what we keep. We keep it. We do. 13 years later, it takes work to make it work. Is that the a name for the podcast? Keeping it real? Mm, I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't that's hit still, it. That's still too like cliche. Yeah, it feels too cliche. All right. Our next question. Let's see. Um, there's a lot of good ones in here. There are. Um, there's some that I feel like we did answer in the past podcast. Ooh. Where we had a question about This is a quick life. one. You want to do a quick one? Yeah. How much longer before Kyle is done with school? Let's give him the simple answer. The simple answer? The simple answer. So the simple answer is going to be this time next year, as long as everything goes as planned. And that's the plan. And we're not talking about anything else at this point. Okay. This is a pretty good question Mm -hmm. because you actually have a trip coming up to Costa Rica, possibly. Ooh, next January, 2024. Me and Bree the nurse. 
So that being said, where would you love to travel to? If you could pick anywhere, you had all the money to do it. You had all the anything, everything possible, the flights, the, the travels, the whatever opportunities, you, the, whatever the you PTO. Needed, you could go anywhere. Mm, I would go to two places. I'm cheating. Italy? Nope. Just one. It I can't say two. Nope. It has to be one that if someone said, hey, you can go here for free, all paid expenses, where are you going? Okay. I would want to go to Italy. My roots are there. That's my, my Italian roots are in Italy. My dad and my grandpa are both like super Italian. Like my grandpa looked like he could have been a part of the Italian mafia. There's a, like a stone that's like with our family name. And I think that's really cool. And like you can actually go visit like where that stone originated from, which is really cool. And I would love to do all those things. And I just want to eat the pasta there because apparently you like eat the pasta and you feel fantastic. Like you don't feel like really heavy like you do in the US. Apparently you just feel like a magical unicorn after you eat it. And that's what I want. That's because their pasta and all that is actually it's not processed. Made it's fresh. Processed. It's fresh. It's right at the source. It's fresh. My Italian ancestors cry every time I say that my favorite pasta sauce is the Prego traditional. They're crying over the fact that I don't make my own. I should. It's a little embarrassing that I don't, but it takes so much time and effort. But that's what makes it taste so good. It was made with love. Where would you travel to, Kyle? So I, that's actually kind of a hard question. For and I don't me. think that I know what your answer would be. Because there's so much that I would want to see. Overall, I think it would have to be European side, maybe. maybe You've like said Germany before, right? Germany. Yeah. To be honest, a lot of the things I want to see are in the US. Me too, actually. Kyle and I have not gotten the chance to do like a lot of traveling because... One of us has always been in school for like the last 13 years. One of us has always been in school. So we've never really had like the luxury of being able to like travel farther than like a couple hours from our home. Yeah. So a lot of things I would want to see is just like a lot of the monuments around here. We had the trip to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. That was awesome. That was really cool. New Orleans was really fun. You struggled a little bit. It was so humid. It was like 98% humidity. I've never experienced that. Again, I said the the weather in the Bay Area is very neutral, like so neutral. And so I'd never experienced humidity like in New Orleans. And man, like the air was thick and everything was damp. And I I was like sweating and I hate sweating. And I was just like, this is what hell feels like. It must be this hot and this humid. And I don't like any of it. And I was a little bit whiny, but only a little bit, right? Just you know, a little you, whiny. I wouldn't say just a little bit. I mean... <laughs> Well, I was I was a pill. Okay, we'll just we'll just lay it on thick. I was miserable. Like you were. just yeah, you were. Yeah, uh, yeah. There was no. But we had a great vegan hot dogs in New Orleans. Randomly, like the best vegan hot dog we've ever had was in New Orleans. Um, and we really liked it in New Orleans. Also, too. I mean, that was like five years after the hurricane, right? It was, yeah. Five or six years. Oh, and you went to that museum. Uh-huh. Kyle I went, went to, to go to a museum that he loved. Yeah, I went to the World War II Museum. That was awesome because I was by myself because you were at a conference. Should I tell the internet about this? I've never talked about this. No, you shouldn't. We shouldn't tell them? You should tell them on a TikTok about it. Okay, leave in the comments if you want to know why we were there and what kind of conference I was there for because I've never talked about it on TikTok. Kyle, what are your favorite things about me? Give me your top three. Your top three? The top, your top three favorite things about me. Well, the first thing is obviously your heart. You have a good heart. You have a big heart. You see the good in everybody, no matter what. And you try to see the good even in the worst situations. Secondly, you know, we'll go, we'll go physical. Okay. Obviously your butt. Thank you. 
you have a nice butt. Thank and you. And that's why some of your pajamas are also my favorite. <laughs> we find the real reason Kyle likes my pajamas. Yeah. <laughs> but thank uh, you. And then I would say actually before your butt, I would say your eyes. Thank you. But. My top three favorite things about you. Number one, I love how patient you are. Because I am not patient. It's actually something that I envy about you. You're patient with everybody around you and you're mostly patient with me. And I am not always easy to be patient with. And I find that like that's maybe one of the most endearing things about you to me is that like even when I know that I'm being annoying and I know that I'm like naggy, you're like you still look at me in the most loving way possible. And it like warms my heart in ways that I don't have words to describe. Um, I love your smile. Kyle has like the biggest smile in the whole world. Like Kyle was gifted with like a mouth big enough to have room for all of his wisdom teeth and his teeth are perfectly straight with never having braces. And he has this just like million watt smile. Like it's just like you could see it from across the planet and he has the best smile. And last but not least, I love like how much like compassion Kyle has in his heart. Like Kyle's heart is huge. People always say that like Kyle's quiet, but he's not. Like if you get to know Kyle he like gives you all of his heart. He cares about you and you know that. As soon as you're in, you're in. And like, I just love the way that he loves his friends and everybody around him. Like his his community, you can see like how much he loves them. That's right. He's a good guy. I 10 out of 10 recommend marrying you a Kyle. They're pretty dope. Not all Kyles. Okay, but my Kyle's the best Kyle, okay? <laughs> He's the best Kyle. He's mine though. You can't have him, okay? So on top of that, we just want to say that we we love answering all these questions and we love hearing from you guys just ideas that we should do for these podcasts. So anything and everything you guys have, anything you want to know about us, everyday life, anything in general, really. We'll put out maybe like another poll or we would love to leave it open ended too. So like Kyle said, like make sure you leave in the comments like what you would like for us to talk about. Any suggestions we're open to. And like Nicole said, as you could probably tell by this one, this is the third episode. Yes. So now I'm getting a little bit more comfortable on the mic. He's getting to know you guys. You're getting to you're getting into that big old heart of Kyle and you're so lucky. And someone said like, oh, is there a video podcast? You know, eventually, eventually we Maybe. might work on that, you know? That's a lot of editing. That is, but there's a way we could do I it. I would do it. Yeah, I would do it. We might get there. So if you liked what you listened to today, go ahead and follow us and go ahead. And if you wanted to follow Nicole on TikTok, Nicole Leanne 6 on TikTok. And on Instagram. I'm trying to revive my Instagram. And on Instagram. Other than that, go ahead and make sure you tell somebody you love them. And we love you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye.